This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And hello for Hour 2, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Medelsky coming to you live and local at St. James Coffee in Rock and Roll, Rochester, Minnesota. Always a pleasure to be here at the one and only St. James Coffee, probably the only coffee shop in the United States with an adoration chapel in the back. So uh, kind of a unique thing going on here at St. James Coffee, if, as you'll know if you've been here before. Uh, joining me next on the program is Peter Martin from the uh, Diocese of Winona, Rochester, right here. Uh, he's been a busy guy lately, especially with the uh, the announcement uh, a few weeks ago now, I think it's two weeks now, uh, of Bishop Barron as the uh, the new bishop here at the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. So good morning, Peter. Good morning, Nick. Thanks for having me on. And it's an exciting time uh, because it is the World Meeting of Families. Uh, That's right. Starting, is it starts today or tomorrow? Starts tomorrow officially. They're going to start airing some things tonight on EWTN. Uh, it's going to be June twenty sixth, twenty second through the twenty sixth, and awesome. it, it will be centralized in Rome because of the pandemic. It uh, was changed to be more of a virtual event than the World Meeting of Families in the past. But yet there are still going to be events taking place there in Rome, and there's a delegation from each country that will be present so a number of americans are there now getting ready for the kickoff fantastic and and that's kind of uh kind of speaks to the importance uh that the holy father places on uh an event like this the world meeting of families that even despite the pandemic and everything still making an effort to go uh virtual with it and make sure that the uh the show must go on sort of thing that's right. Yeah, it was it was slated to be last summer around the same time, but with the pandemic was canceled and right. was postponed to this summer. And and not knowing the future and and a big event like this, as you can imagine, has a lot of moving parts. So they oh, yeah. decided let's let's not just wait and see. Let's just plan on having this to be more of a virtual event. And so. All of the events will take place there in Rome, but the idea that Pope Francis had was that people would celebrate this within their own homes and within their own dioceses and parishes. And so a, a lot of things will be available. Almost everything will be available online and via EWTN, so people will be able to witness a lot of what they would normally see if they were at the event. So that's kind of a nice thing, and obviously... We're, I think we're all used to it now in, uh, right. in past the second year of the pandemic. Uh, we're all used to having things aired live, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be nice to see folks gathered there in Rome. Uh, most of the events are taking place there at St. Peter's, uh, and so, yeah, it'll, it'll be nice to see. And then the idea of the World Media Family started back in 1994, St. John Paul the Great started the World Media Families during the year of the International Year of the Family that was declared by the United Nations. Uh, Pope John Paul II decided we should have our our own focus on the family in the church, so he just start, he started the World Media Families, and since '94 had it had been meeting almost every three years. So mm. m- many people are familiar with the the youth events that take place 
and so this is very similar. It's just a gathering of families. The last one that we had in the United States, the only one, was in Philadelphia in 2017, right. I believe. Uh, and we took a contingency from the diocese here to see Pope Francis. And uh, so those people that went with us to that pilgrimage kind of got to see the lay of the land and how things are run. And it's a lot of uh, talks that are given that focus on different areas of the family, both theological and pastoral. Uh, and so, yeah, we got to hear a lot of great talks. And so we're looking forward to the same starting tomorrow. So uh, uh, 2017, so is that the last uh, one before this one? Uh, no, and I was wrong. Oh, it was okay. 20, 2015. I was wrong. Oh, okay. All right. uh, it seems it, uh, it wasn't that long ago, but it was uh, 2015. <laughs> it was in Philadelphia, and then they had uh, another one in Dublin, Ireland in Oh, right. Right. Yep. Okay. And then, so this is the tenth meeting, and it's going to take place, as I said, in Rome. And, and uh, yeah, it was it was a bit of a bummer because we were hoping to take a, a contingency over for that as well. Uh, but uh, you know, obviously, the whole world had to adjust, and so mm. that's what's that's what's happening now. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see how families are able to utilize some of these talks to strengthen their own family. And uh, one of the ways is uh, there's, there are several themes that the World Media Families has. And so I, uh, one of the suggestions would be to, to go on the World Media Families page and to find, to find the catechesis is what they call it, and to just look over those themes and have it be a conversation over dinner, maybe, uh, and and talk about each of the themes. The, the major overall theme is family love, a vocation and path to holiness. And so we'll talk about everyone's vocation to holiness, but in particular how life in the family can draw us closer to God just by loving one another. St. Teresa of Calcutta is famous for saying, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. And we know that this mm. is a perfect, a perfect uh, way of learning how to love, because we learn how to die to ourselves, how to give of ourselves to those that we're closest to. Yeah, absolutely. The, and uh, I can... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, just a couple of neat things that, that are highlighted is that, uh, obviously, starting with Pope John Paul II, he wanted to show this exact idea that holiness is also amongst the laity and, and amongst the family, and so he beatified the Quattrochi couple, Luigi and Maria, Quattrochi were the first couple to be beatified together as a married couple. Oh, they were wow. beatified back in 2001 by John Paul II. And then, of course, uh, more famously, I would say, is Louis and Zaylee Martin, who are right. the parents of St. Therese of Lisieux. They were canonized by Pope Francis in 2015, and so both of them uh, are, kind of play a major part in the patron saints of the World Media Families, and I saw that they have 
uh, on display throughout the World Meeting of Families at the Lateran Basilica in Rome. Uh, great reliquaries of Louis and Zewi, uh so on display for people to venerate during this World Meeting of Families. So it's a beautiful nod to uh, some, some real-life saints that were uh, alive uh, in the past century and who made a great uh, mark on the Church, and in particular just a great example of how a married couple can also strive, and it is our vocation, to strive to holiness and then to lead our children to become saints. Absolutely. Um, uh, for those interested, the website is RomeFamily2022.com, uh, and you can go there, and it's in uh, several different languages, uh, but the, the catechesis are on there, the program, different things so you can follow along. Um, what, uh, why, why, uh, why would families, uh, uh, why should families make the time to do this? Why is this important? So obviously we live in a world that's become more and more anti- Christian, and the family has been attacked. No longer do we see on television the healthy family life. We see many different alternatives, and in fact, the idea of the family has become uh, completely disintegrated by the secular world, and so we need to strengthen families because we are the greatest example of God in the world. And we can talk more about this after the break, but the idea that JP2 fleshed out is that our God is Trinitarian, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and is three persons that are in love and that are love. And the best form that we can show of that love is the family. So the love between Father and and mother generates the child, and this idea of the family is a witness of God in the world. So the stronger our families are, the greater that we love, the greater we can show forth God in the world that needs it so desperately. Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so... Um there's also an app, uh, it looks like, that uh, people can use it that way and get an app on their smartphones and uh, check out these uh, catechesis. Uh, so uh, maybe, uh, let's see, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about uh, some of the specifics about that after the break, as you mentioned. Um, but definitely something uh, families should make the effort to make the time for. And actually, it's kind of interesting uh, that able to do it kind of uh, in a more relaxed or uh, uh, convenient way, uh, right, for families who may not be able to make the trip, say, to Rome or, or anywhere else that these world meetings of families are held, uh, now are able to do it from the, uh, from the convenience, right, of our own home. Of course. Well, uh, once again, if you're just tuning in, uh, Nick Bedelsky uh, in Rochester at St. James Coffee, a little one's crying in the background. I don't know if you can hear, but that's uh, one of the, the beauties of broadcasting from live locations like this. You get to hear the vibrancy of the human family in the background. Uh, but we'll be right back after this break um, uh, speaking with Peter Martin about the World Meeting of Families that's gone digital this year uh, and more about that when we come back on Real Presence Live. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Bedelsky coming to you live from St. James Coffee in the one and only Rochester, Minnesota. Excited to be speaking with Peter Martin from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, talking about the uh, World Meeting of Families, uh, among other exciting things going on in the church today. Uh, we kind of uh, talked over the break, uh, trying to figure out when the uh, the EWTN coverage schedule was uh, for the World Meeting of Families. And uh, I did find a list, finally, online. It, uh, of course, not on EWTN's website, but somewhere else. Anyway, uh, there'll be uh, the conferences are... Uh, you know, in in Italy, so they'll be overnight, uh, kind of. But kind of like they do with the Olympics, they'll be uh, having highlight reels uh, going at nine o'clock on Thursday night and uh, Friday night as well. So, uh, just kind of highlights of some of the talks and some of the high points of the evening. And those uh, those conference talks will be at uh, you know like one in the morning. Uh, another one will be at eight in the morning. I guess that that's a little better time wise for us. Um, but if you're not able to catch those again, they'll have those highlight reels. Um, reels, it's not really a sports event, but you know what I mean. Uh, compilations uh, 
airing at 9 o'clock in the evening on Thursday and Friday. Um, and I'm sure EWTN will will put up a schedule on their website. They're just probably working through some of the last-minute details, but uh, was able to find that, so thought we'd share that. Uh, so uh, could you uh, walk us through a little bit about what uh, what these world meetings of family look like? We talked about these catechesis, right? These are kind of written reflections uh, to read, uh, which are available on that website, romefamily2022.com. But there's also, uh, of course, special masses and then these conferences and panels. Could you tell us a little bit about what those are, what that looks like? Yeah, so I'll go back to back in 2015 when we went out to Philadelphia uh, to see Pope Francis. Uh, there, there were a number of talks that were held uh, in Philadelphia at different halls. And, in fact, the, one of the first talks was a newly minted Bishop Robert Barron. Ah. He was just ordained, and he was so new that he apologized in the middle of the talk because he said, I've I'm sorry that I keep messing with my Beretta here. I'm not used to wearing this. Uh, I, I've only worn a baseball cap before this, and this is a little different, so I'm getting used to it. There you <laughs> so, go. Yeah, that was a great memory, and now, obviously, he'll be our bishop in a, a month or so. Yeah. Uh, he'll be installed here in Rochester. But that, So, we, yeah, we listened to a talk from him, and then there were other great speakers throughout, and then, as you said, there's Mass in English. Uh, even in Italy, they're going to offer Mass in English. There are concerts, there's music. Obviously, when you're taking a group, uh, there's always the the, the difficulty of, of going to the event, but then we also have to get back to the hotel and then right. get up early. And so it's, it's certainly a pilgrimage where there's a lot of... Um, Exhaustion of because you're you're trying to catch the sights as well. They they don't just host these things out in the uh, in the middle of nowhere. They're they're usually hosted in a pretty central location. And so, you know, when we traveled to to Philadelphia, we wanted to also see some of those sites from our history. Right. And so, there's a little bit of that. But these um, themes that are given for the World Media Families, this one this year is family love a vocation and path to holiness each day is given a different theme so for example the first day in rome they're going to talk about family love and then just different talks based on that so the first talk is given by an american couple on the domestic church they talk about different ideas of how do you accompany uh, other couples in the early years of marriage how do you strengthen family love, essentially, is the basis of the first day of talks. And then second day, they talk about vocation. What does it mean to be called to marriage? And mm. then with that vocation, what is the responsibility? How, how are we meant to act and, and what are we meant to give the world as a married couple? Uh, and, and as we did in Philadelphia, there were... Uh, entertainment and different opportunities to see the Holy Father. Um, so he came to what they call the Festival of Families, where they had different uh, musicians, and there was actually a comedian, um, and different things kind of as a celebration for all the families that were there. Mm. Uh, this time, you know, it won't be as big of a crowd, and mm-hmm. The uh, the way that we can view this is obviously different. So 
if if someone wanted to see what was going on with the world media families back in 2015, they'd have to wait and see, like you said, what the highlight reel was. Now there are going to be things that are aired simultaneously, either hmm. with the Vatican's website or other uh, news agencies. And then right. finally it culminates with the Mass with the Holy Father. Uh, that will be held this year in St. Peter's Square for the families that are present, and then, of course, we can watch it as well here. So it's a little different than what they normally offer, but again, it's focused on the catechesis of marriage, and it's meant to build up and to exemplify the vocation of marriage, and in particular, the vocation of holiness in marriage. Mm. So uh, maybe maybe drawing on that that point just a little bit more because we do have a little bit of time left together. Um, why why all of this focus on marriage and the family? Why is this such a you know an important focus that uh, that the church throws this this big you know celebration uh, every right. three years? Yeah, and it, and it is it is important because sometimes we can be focused on, in the church in particular on the vocation crisis that is. Uh, lack of religious vocations or vocations to the priesthood, but we have a vocation crisis in marriage and family now because people don't recognize that they have a duty to be the educators in the faith to their children and to strengthen our community by our example and by our our work within the community. So the laity has obviously a very important role of bringing Christ into the world in a way that the priests and religious are unable to do. This past weekend, many of us took it took advantage of the opportunity to bring Christ into the world when we initiated our Eucharistic uh, year, or three years, I should say, in America. So it's the, on the Feast of Corpus Christi, there were many processions, Eucharistic processions, and so we were able to physically take Christ into the world as he is in the monstrance in the Eucharist, but the vocation we have as families is to bring Christ into the world. And it's a it's an opportune time because we see so much need for love in the world. And so there's very many opportunities for us to do that. And again, why focus on the family? If If we are loving our children, our parents, and our family well, then we will love our neighbors well. And so by focusing on the family, we truly can change the world, as St. Teresa of Calcutta said. If you want to change the world, go home and love your family. And so it's a way for us, as I said earlier, to witness to God's love in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so we've been talking about this big um, international world meeting of families. Uh, there's also an event I wanted to make sure since we have you on uh, today, even though it's a, a few months out, uh, we have a, a, a celebration of marriage here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so every year Bishop Quinn has invited couples to what we call the marriage anniversary mass. The couples are invited we move the Mass around to different uh, cities, different parishes in the diocese. This year it's in Rochester at Pius X Church. Uh, the couple does not have to be celebrating 
a monumental anniversary, so we don't <laughs> offer it just for the the couples celebrating their silver jubilee or their their golden anniversary. We offer it to couples celebrating any anniversary as a way to strengthen them, as a way to encourage them, and finally the bishop offers his blessing on their marriage. And it's a great way for us to, again, show the beauty of marriage and the importance of their faithful love in the world and in the church. Absolutely. It's a, it's a fantastic thing, really, uh, again, to celebrate marriage, to build that up. And like you said, it doesn't have to be a, a monumental anniversary, a 25th or 50th or anything like that, but just celebrating uh, celebrating marriage, right? Uh, it's always right. great to do that. And that's coming up on uh, Sunday, August 28th, uh, again, here at St. Pius X in Rochester. Uh, so uh, uh, an exciting thing, followed by a light reception, um, all kinds of fun stuff. So uh, if you want to find out more about that, you can go to the diocese website at dowr.org uh, and find out about the marriage anniversary mass again on Sunday, August 28th at, uh, it looks like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon uh, at St. Pius X here in Rochester. So that's a, that's an exciting thing. And, and as as we kind of mentioned off air, um, Bishop Barron's still trying to kind of work his schedule out, so we're not sure yet uh, if he'll right. he'll be able to attend uh, himself. Yeah. Of course, he'll be there in spirit, I'm sure. But that, yeah, um, that, that that will be the first question people ask: is well, is Bishop Barron going to be there? <laughs> and and we just don't know yet. We we hope obviously that yes he will, but we don't know because he, uh, like us, didn't know that he would become our ordinary, and so he has things that are already scheduled, and so he'll need to work with those uh, events that he has and see if he'll be available. And if he is, he'll be there for sure. Awesome. Well, fantastic. Uh, any final thoughts before we let you go? No, just I, I, I guess just a, an opportunity that we have to promote families, and I can imagine that there's families that are listening, mothers, fathers, and and thinking, how would I do that with the family? And it doesn't have to be Uh, an all or nothing. You don't have to watch everything. You don't have to study all seven themes. You can simply pick out something that would be uh, worthwhile having a conversation about and telling your children that uh, vocation is a calling from God and that He wants all of us to be with Him in heaven someday. So we're all called to draw closer to his heart, especially the sacred heart of Jesus, as we celebrate that this month of June. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, joining us this morning, uh, Peter. Peter Martin with the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, the uh, Office of Marriage, uh, Family, and Life, as well as the uh, Office of Communications there at the Diocese. So thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Nick. God bless. All right, and stay tuned on Real Presence Live. After the break, we'll be speaking with Betsy Horkin from the uh, Women's Pregnancy Center. They're planning a walk for life to help fundraise for their pregnancy center. Exciting stuff. Stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 